Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. show tonight. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And yes, X marks the spot. Now, before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works for those who are new listeners. Now, this show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored, because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, celebrities, and more. This show is very informal by design because my style is very unorthodox in nature, The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. Tonight we are discussing what you've learned from your ex and how being chivalrous can cause confusion. Now the call-in number to step on your soapbox tonight is 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking because background noise picks up easily over over cell phone microphones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets tonight. Now, if you want to learn more about me, the show, or my show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live tonight, 
then you can find T2Q on iTunes and pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 465 starts right after a word from my sponsor, Australian author Truth Devourer. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devourer. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moves from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com My thank to Truth Devour for being the sponsor of tonight's Talk to Q radio show. All right, so let me welcome on my show legends first, uh, or a show legend that is called in. I will go to Skype to the 248 area code, the Motor City of Detroit, and welcome on another show host herself, Crystal Hickerson. Crystal, how are you? Thank you. How are you? I am doing well. What's going on in the D? It's snowing. Seriously? Yeah. Well, it's um, it's just kind of like a blanket of snow. Nothing too, you know, horrible. But it's white outside a little bit. That is so depressing. <laughs> um, okay. All righty. Well, now. Um, well, we'll go ahead and get started. I'm sure there'll be others to call in in just a moment. Tonight's newlegacy.com topic is for the single people, and that's new as in G-N-U. Um, you know, your next date is either a blessing or a lesson. Now, for us who have been in multiple relationships, we have some skins on the wall, for lack of a better phrase, and we've accumulated a lot of experience points as we rise and fall through the journey of finding a mate. Sometimes when things don't work out, we're completely responsible for it. I mean, let's be honest. Other times when things don't work out, our mate is accountable for the failure. The question I'll be asking tonight is, have you learned anything from your failed relationships? Okay. Have you learned anything from your failed relationships? Now, so many of us do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. That's the definition of insanity. How many of us analyze what went wrong and make an attempt at not repeating it? That's what we'll discuss tonight here on T2Q. So first of all, Crystal, my first question to you is, have you ever learned anything good or bad from an ex-boyfriend or spouse? Seems like a simple enough question. <laughs> well, except for the obvious of not to do it again. Um, I learned some things about myself, and um, I kind of narrowed down the type of guy that I'm interested in and not interested in, mainly not interested in. <laughs> and um, so, But I learned a lot. I had to 
take account of who I am. And um, that taught me those failed relationships, taught me about who who I am and, and as far as relationships go. So I did learn something. Okay. On Twitter, it looks like Morgantron 3.1 chimed in and said, I learned that no amount of love given can make someone love you back. That is a really good answer. That is a very good answer. And that's a very true answer. Um, the answer is getting a lot of retweets, too. And I agree with you on, on that, Crystal. You kind of learn what you like and what you don't like. Um, and and I definitely can remember the things I don't like. Let me go to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and bring on Buck. Buck, what's going on? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? How you doing, Crystal? Hey, Buck. Buck, have you learned anything good or bad from an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend? I'm sorry, I shouldn't say boyfriend. That's kind of a political... Not boyfriend. I want to hear about that. That's kind of a politically correct way of asking the question, but I know that Buck is strictly heterosexual, so girlfriend. Um, I mean, you, ba- you basically, I mean, you know what you like and you know what you don't like. You know, you, you have to have standards first. So if you set your standards up right, you know, typically you have long relationships, which I've been blessed to have. Um, but, I mean, you don't want to have a relationship. You don't want to stay too long in a relationship when you know it can't be fixed. Uh, sometimes you try to stay in a relationship too long thinking that, you know, things will get better when that person is the problem. So, you know, I've learned not to waste time. Time is the one thing they don't make more of. So, if you know, you you typically know within the first six months whether that person can be fit. You know, they, you know, you know within those six first six months whether things are going to work out right or not. Then sometimes it takes a little bit longer to figure that out. But once you figure that out, don't sit. There, you know, if it's broken and you know you can't fix it, move move ahead. Don't 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 stick around. Okay. All right, so you say you've learned that um, not to waste your time. That's really good. You're right. Certain things are not going to change in a relationship. And, I mean, you can always stay there, but it doesn't mean it's going to get any better if that person doesn't have a desire to change. And that person's desire to change is definitely what it's all about. Um, Crystal, have you been in a relationship where you learned absolutely nothing from your ex. I mean, it's like you just walked away like whatever. <laughs> um, well, I mean, seriously, like it's yeah. like what what just happened? Nothing good, nothing bad. What did I just do? What just happened? <laughs> well, um, no, I've, I've never had um, a situation like that where I just walked away and you know it's like yeah. Um. Everyone, I I learned something a little bit more, at least uh, about me or about what I wanted. Um, I can think of one particular relationship that was short-lived, short shorter than most of them were. And, I mean, he was a nice guy. He was great. We had a great time. And I kind of just, you know, like you said, just kind of walked away like the bye, you know, Mutually, well, at least I didn't think it was working. But I still learned something from that. I learned about what I'm attracted to and what I'm not. 
mm-hmm. had a very recessive chin, and I don't like recessive chins. And <laughs> so, <laughs> so you saw you looked in the future and you saw it would be very difficult for him to fold bed sheets without a chin. <laughs> oh, I just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I learned about myself. I learned that um, I shouldn't force anything. That's what I really learned. I shouldn't force force something that um, wasn't there chemistry-wise. That is so. hilarious. She doesn't like a recessive chin. Okay. No, but I don't. Have you ever learned, have you ever been in a relationship where you just learn absolutely nothing? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's been in one that you didn't learn anything. I mean, sometimes, you know, you you try to give the person the benefit of the doubt, but you find out real fast that regardless of the benefit of the doubt, you got to let them drop a goat, you know. So sometimes it don't take six months. Sometimes you, it, it's pretty obvious. So when it's the obvious, you just go ahead and just cut ties and cut bait and just move on down the road because, I mean, it's time, time too crucial these days to put up with all the garbage and the drama. So the best thing to do is just go ahead and let them go. That way you don't have to worry about, you know, worry about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, when you take you take too much time trying to figure them out, you, you're losing out on something that you could, you know, a great human experience, as I like to say. So, you know, the best thing to do is just cut bait, rock on. Okay. And Coach Shante has chimed in from Toronto saying, Yes, I've learned that people's core being does not change. You are who you are. People rarely change, but they can grow. Okay. And I appreciate that comment. And, I mean, I don't know. You you always want to get something out of any type of interaction from a relationship where you're dating someone or a business relationship or whatever. It's, it's a shame where you get nothing from it. It almost seems like a waste of time and that can breed regret, but Crystal, do you think it's important to get some sort of a lesson out of a failed relationship? I mean, if you just walk away and there's nothing there, I, I mean, is it truly a waste of time? Do you have regrets, like I mentioned earlier? Well, I usually, I like I said, I always learn something. I have um, walked away from <clears throat> a relationship where the love was completely gone by the time it actually ended. Um, and I had a regrets about, well, I didn't, really didn't have regrets. I had, it was just a bad situation. But I've yeah. had regrets before about how I acted in relationships. Um, you know, that the relationship even began in the first place. I've had regrets that way. Um, but like I said, I always learned something from, from the relationship. Okay, even if it's only about chance. And but what about you? Um, I mean, if you walk away from a relationship and you don't learn anything, I mean, is it important to try to get something out of a failed relationship? Yes, it is important to learn something out of every relationship that you're in. It's very important. Um, You know, you got to you figure out the things that went wrong. Whether whether it's your fault or whether it wasn't your fault, like um, for example, you know, did you you know did you communicate enough? Did you ask enough questions? 
Um, did you do the, you do enough of the right things? All those things are important in a relationship. You know, if you didn't communicate enough and didn't find out what they were actually needing or wanting, you might cut yourself short. So, I mean, or if that person was just loony and you were trying to give that person the benefit of the doubt because they didn't have good sense. <laughs> and, uh, you you know, you realize that you uh, didn't, you, did, you know, you should have just went ahead and done what you needed to do, your due diligence, and go ahead and let that joker alone. So, I mean, you always, I think you always can learn something from every relationship, um, whether it be good or bad. So it's just a matter of, you know, go ahead. I would say, so if it's bad, um, should you remain guarded in the future or future relationships because you were hurt in a previous one? No, I don't think, I never think that's a good idea. If you always always guarding yourself all the time, what that can do is damage possibly a good relationship that you have. Um, Guarding guarding yourself can just let, I mean, you could really have somebody that you really care about, and you do them wrong. And if you do them wrong, you know, you're always going to find yourself, you know, by yourself. And a a lot of times, you know, don't guard yourself. That's just that's that's a recipe for disaster right there. Crystal, what do you think? Should you remain guarded in future relationships because you were hurt in the past? Well, you shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, you have to Guarded, of course, I guess that means that, you know, you are shielding yourself from things that are there and maybe not there. But you should always take the information that you've learned about yourself or about um, relationships in general with you um, into the next relationship. I mean, you shouldn't just forget everything that just happened. I think that's that's the most idiotic thing that um, mm-hmm. you could do. Many people say that. They say, you can't bring in old baggage. You can't do it. Like, then what did I go through all this for? You have to learn, and you take that knowledge, and you apply it. So, but, yeah, you have but you have to be open, too, to, um, to uh, you know, a relationship. And you also have to... Um, just be mindful. You know, guarded is not a good word, but just being mindful of, of what's going on, look for the red flags, things like that. You know, keep your eyes open and your ears open. Um, you know, so you don't waste time, you know, as Buck was saying, I can't stand wasting time. So right. that's the only way to do it. And but you can't go too far with it of course, which means you're you're too guarded. Okay, okay. I get that totally. All right, shouts out to a couple of people holding uh, Paige down in the 850. What's up, dog? And Elijah out in the 910, North Carolina. What's going on? All right, 347 202 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. And uh, let's see. And I'm looking on Twitter trying to see if there's something there for me. Um now, Crystal, this is a tough one. Okay. Can you learn anything from someone who cheated on you? Yeah, yeah. You can, you know, like I said, you can learn about um, telltale signs 
um, regarding uh, how people change when they start cheating. Um, A lot of it is pretty obvious, but we ignore them because we want to maintain this relationship so we don't um, act upon it or we don't open our eyes to what's actually happening. So, yeah, you can learn something from that. Hopefully you'll learn not to get involved with someone who cheats. Of course, for women, that means becoming a lesbian, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, oh, That's wow. rough. I know. That's rough. But can you learn from from someone who cheated on you? Yes, you can. I mean, you, sometimes, you know, there may be some underlying issues with that particular person that that they're not, you know, that may have, you know something that may have happened to them in the past to mess up their trust. Um, and sometimes you have to understand what that person goes to. You know, everybody don't cheat for the same reason. True. So, you True. know, if you get to the underlying cause of the person, you know, why they cheated in the first place, you know, it may you know the relationship may be even salvageable, depending on what the circumstances were. I know that sounds weird, but I mean you have to really kind of find out what happened, what happened to that person. You know, what was the reason why you went down this path? You know, so but that also goes to communication. You know, it's not that that person has to communicate as well. So, I mean, they're regardless to what the situation is, they have to make sure that they communicate also. So. It's it's important. You can learn something from you know from a person that cheats. So you know, it just depends on what the circumstances are. Okay. And um, I think there are things that can be learned um, about the cheater and about yourself. Sometimes, I mean, a cheater is one hundred percent at fault. All right. Let me say that first of all. But you can still evaluate yourself to find out if you gave them an excuse. Um. I mean, you know, were you not providing them sex at home? Uh, do you dress like a, a slouch? I mean, there are a lot of things that can give people an excuse to cheat. Now, again, they're not supposed to, and they're 100% at fault if they do. However, you know, if you they come home and you're looking like General George Petraeus' wife, then, you know, you might go out and cheat. So I, I shouldn't say that. That was, that was mean. Take a shot at her. But she is homely. She looks like she belongs on a dollar bill. But uh, I I just think, you know, there is opportunity for you to learn about that person, but more importantly about yourself as far as um, what you will or will not put up with or if there is a way you can improve yourself to make yourself more enticing for the next person, you know, to keep their attention maybe a little better. All right, so, Crystal, what can you learn about your friends and family after you've gone through a failed relationship? Um, friends and family. Um, you mean mine or theirs? I guess you're talking about Yours. my family? Yes. Friends. Okay. Um, well, you know, there's some family and friends, uh, well, friends mainly who maybe who may have been, you know, jealous of your relationship or angry that you weren't spending as much time with them. So you learn something, you know, about them there if you didn't know that already. Um, And, you know, actually you learn that people are a bunch of liars because, you know, you're in this relationship 
and things are, you know, going along, and they notice things that maybe you're ignoring or whatever, and you don't see because you're all in love and shit. And then after the relationship, then they come to you and say, well, I don't like him anyway because he did this and he did that. I was like, well, what the hell are you, why are you telling me that? And while, <laughs> while we were in this shit. So a lot of times people don't tell you what's really going on. They can even see something and they won't tell you what they saw, of course, because they're afraid that, you know, you get mad at them or whatever, and some people do. But, sure. you know, I, I'd rather know. So sometimes you learn stuff after the fact, and it's like, well, you were just looking in my face, lying to me every time you never said anything, you know. So sometimes you learn shit like that, usually. Okay. Well, let me go to the 601 area code, the bold new city of Jackson, Mississippi, and bring on show legend Eminem. Eminem was shaking. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Not too much, man. And... Uh, Eminem, what can you learn about your friends and family after a failed relationship? Um, well, a, a lot of what Crystal just said. I mean, uh, you you will find you will find the, um, your friends and family's honest opinion of somebody. You know, because you know uh, it, it's kind of awkward. It's kind of awkward for somebody to actually be with somebody and. You know, you just say, man, you know, man, that broad you with ain't about shit or that dude you with ain't about nothing. That's kind of awkward when somebody's actually together, you know, especially if they're not beefing or something. Um, but you really learn um, their honest opinion, and you, I, I guess the only thing that really can be taken from it, though, is, like, why? Like, why would you say that, you know, just just you know, just curious, and they say this, this, and this, or this sign, or they did this. Uh, but now they just generally say it because one thing that's prevalent in today's culture, especially in the, uh, in the African-American community, is, you know, hating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have mm-hmm. people you have people that have something bad to say about somebody for absolutely no reason other than that they they single and, and uh you not, and they just tripping, you know, especially on the female side of it. Uh, so if they don't really give an explanation, you really have to kind of, you know, be mindful of why they may saying it because it could be some, you know, basketball wife, loving hip-hop type shit, you know, just, oh, uh, no, nah, I'm just, you know, I'm just talking shit uh, just to talk shit just because just cause I don't like them or something like that. So that's that's nonsense. But if it's, you know, back in the old days, it would be like, you know, uh, he don't work or she don't clean up. I mean, it would be like tangible attributes that a person on the outside looking in can kind of say like, well, hey, you know, if that don't change, I know that ain't going to be good. Uh, you know, do mm-hmm. keep having kids pop up and all this kind of shit. You know, it'd be something tangible. But but nowadays it's just like, you know, and don't let the, 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 the girl be pretty or something, man. Shit, it might be just like, you know, <laughs> You know, just like for no reason, I nobody don't like them. You know, nothing, no reason okay. at all. All right. Well, um, I don't. I think one thing you can learn about your friends and family is 
are they going to be, you know, if they're there for you or not after everything goes down, after you have that failed relationship and you're down in the dumps, if your family, are they the type to say, I told you so, or are they the type to try to pick you up and get you back going again so you can also find out what type of character they have as well. But, um, Buck, I want to go back to you for a second. Um, as far as, you know, when you have a when you have a bad relationship that comes to an end, you can learn something about yourself a lot of times. Do you have to have a reason um, to break up with someone? I mean, do you have to give them a reason, or can you just walk away from it? And if you can, I mean, can you learn anything that way? Well, it depends. I mean, everything is circumstance. So my thing is, you know, if you walk away without saying anything, maybe because you've already said everything you need to say. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes, you you know, you try to give that person the benefit of the doubt, and they keep doing the same thing over and over again, and then when you finally just say you've had enough and you walk away, yeah, you've learned. You've learned that you shouldn't keep putting up with that mess as long as you put up with it. So, I mean, you know, sometimes you learn a little, you know, you learn a little bit sooner than that, but, you know, when you, when you know, if you you just walk away, maybe because you've given that person, a, you know, ample amount of time to make the changes and they, for whatever reason, they didn't do so. so. Okay. Okay. And, Crystal, do you agree? I mean, have you ever walked away from a relationship without really, you know, having to sit down and saying, look, this ain't going to work? Oh, yeah. Crystal's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, all of mine. Uh, just about all of them, and that didn't end with a with a fight, which most of them ended with a fight. But um, yes, they get along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fuck you, bitch. Well, fuck you too. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. You know, get so your duffel bag. Get the fuck out of my house. But you know, I mean, <laughs> tell us how you really feel, bro. Tell us how you really feel. But most of the time, yeah, I mean, no, I don't have, actually, I only had, have had that kind of conversation maybe once, no, twice now in my life of relationships over a span of 20 years. And that was um, way after the fact. It was, the relationship was over completely. We had gone through all, you know, all the afterward crap. And we were at a place where no one wanted to get back together. We just needed to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, or we were able to have a conversation. So we did that. And, but yeah, that's the only time. But it's not like at the time I we're leaving, I'm having a, no, no, no. Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right, well, I'm going to step away for just a moment, and we're going to hear from one of our sponsors Dr. OTC. Are you sniffling, sneezing, aching, and coughing? You know you're sick, but do you know what to get to help you through it? Or maybe you have acid reflux or zits. Sometimes, finding the right stuff for what ails you isn't so easy. Well, there's an app for that. Dr. OTC. It was created by pharmacists to help you, family, and friends in finding an over-the-counter product that works. You won't find anything more convenient than Dr. OTC. That's dr.otc. Feel better sooner. Check it out on the App Store for iPhone or at drotc.com. 
This is Show Agent Amy of the Natural State of Arkansas, and you're listening to the Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. All right, I'm back on the Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions brought to you by Wanting, the new book by Truth Devours. Go to truthdevour.com for more information or find it on Amazon. All right, and a few more questions to wrap up this topic. And um, Eminem, what opportunities can come from finding out your ex has moved on to someone else? Um, I mean, what can you learn from that? They, the relationship didn't work, and you look up well, and I, you know I, you see I, them I, at I, the I, mall with someone else. Well, um, well, you know, something like that don't bother me at all because I'm just like, shit, man. A broad is a dime a dozen, but um, I, I guess on their end, it's good to see that they not, you know, all semi-suicidal and all that bullshit, you know. So I guess that's a plus. You know, that they actually moving on and getting over it, you know, especially if they seem to be really, you know, upset or whatever, you know. So I guess that's the that's the biggest, uh, you know, plus you can get from seeing them move on. Uh, uh, now, it's a negative if somebody was financially dependent on somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, that's a, that's a negative, you know. So, okay. You know, if, uh, if a chick saying, you know, she done got her life together and she reading books and, you know, done got a, you know, GED and shit like that. And, GED? You know, yeah, the ass ain't for sale no more and all that, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. I had a caller who wanted to. <laughs> right. I know. Why the fuck you call her city in like that? I don't know. You ain't selling the ass no more at all. You, 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 you got to find a segue to put that ass and, and selling the ass and all that shit in there. Don't. Don't. You know, I ain't saying you don't screw. Screwing's cool. All right. I had a caller who was chiming in and dropped off. You're Feel free to hit one if you want to get back in, in the rotation and maybe have the discussion. But, um, I mean, Crystal, what do you think? What opportunities can come from finding out your ex has moved on to someone else? You know, y'all broke up two weeks ago, and you go to a restaurant, and he's there with someone else, you know? And how long have we broken up? I just said two weeks, but I don't really care about the time two frame. Two weeks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, not, he's been sucking that bitch the whole time anyway. <laughs> So that's my opportunity to go over there and cause some shit. Oh, Lord. That is. I mean, seriously? Please. Just two weeks. We're still having ex-sex at that point. You know, we're going back and forth. Why are you going to be with somebody else? That means you were with that person anyway. Bingo. Um, We got got a problem. (laughs) (laughs) But if it's Depending on how long it's been, like if it's like, you know, two or three months later, fine. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, two or three uh, months, yeah. First of all, I don't want to see him at all. 
okay? And the best thing to do is to avoid me at all costs. <laughs> avoid Especially her. if you, yeah, if you're with another woman, just, you know, avoid me. Don't look in my direction. Keep driving. Keep walking. Don't, you know, all that. Don't acknowledge me. Walk on by, as the song says. Just walk on by. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right. She said, walk on by. Okay, exes, beware. Make sure you're out of that three-month window before you cruise <laughs> anywhere in Detroit past Crystal or whatever. You might get some of that work. She might put it on you. All right. Anyway. And, but can you be? can you learn to be friends with your ex? But yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, I think you can, depending on what the situation is. I mean, a lot of times when you have exes, there's a reason why you're an ex, an ex in the first place. So you know, sometimes when you try to be a little bit too much with that particular person, maybe you were meant to be friends in the first place and not lovers, and not you know being a part, you know being part of that that equation. So if things ended where things were, you know, you were already just, you know, you got out of a relationship where you weren't doing anything from a sexual standpoint anyway, you were just pretty much hanging out like brother and sister, you know, for example. Um, you know, maybe that's the way it was supposed to be in the first place. And, I mean, I, I can see that. Yeah, I can see where you can be just friends with an ex if a situation, you know, arose like that. It, may, it could have been the other person's fault in the first place where they didn't tell you, you know, what their needs were or how their needs needed to be met or things of that nature. So, you know, in a situation like that, I mean, everybody's situation is different. Everybody can't be friends with their exes. Um, you know, you, maybe you, you know, um, for an example, maybe an ex-wife and you have kids and you don't want to have, you know, negative vibes as far as, you know, trying to raise that, you know, one or two kids that you – still have to raise um you want to keep peace so you know you try to find some common ground where therefore you don't you know you're not arguing every time that you talk or you know lay on child support or something like that and then you you know y'all always fighting and you fight in front of the child i mean there's there's you know there's you know there's a couple of instances there you know where you want to make sure that you know you, know, you got to do what's right for the child so the last thing you want to do is always arguing and fighting all the time. So you got to, you know, sometimes you got to, you know, compromise. And you don't have to live with the ex. Sometimes relationships get better with your ex when you, you know, reach common ground versus always arguing and fighting and stuff and trying to do, you know, outdo the other one, so to speak. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Eminem, can you learn to be friends with an ex? Um, I, I guess to an extent, and I, then I guess it's, it depends on what the breakup was about, you know. Like if it was just like, uh, now it's real easy to be friends if it's uh, a breakup that's not really a breakup, you know. Like, you know, like you know how it was in relationships before the internet and social media. Pretty much, if somebody left your area or your region and they moved to go to college somewhere or take a new job, you know, you, you kind of know that, you know, 
I don't have the funds to just keep some kind of long distance relationship going strong. So you know, you just kind of fade off. You know, don't, those uh, those fade off relationships that become exes, and you reconnect. Oh, it's easy to be friends with somebody like that because it was really nothing just horrible anyway. You know, the reason why you were apart. You know, but now if it's something where, you know, some more Povich shit. Ah, hell nah, man. You beefing forever with some shit like that. You yeah. Know? Uh, you know, that's like a whole different circumstance. Or, you know, um, that, uh, or, or vice versa. I, you know, I, I put something on a man for a change. Like, you know, the dude done been with the chick the whole time. And, you know, now he become a doctor. He kind of like, you know, break up with her, kick it to the curb, and, you know. She thinks that, you know, y'all going to be married or something like that. And, you know, he just kind of give the impression of just, you know, outgrowing or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. it's going to kind of be hard. It's going to kind of be hard because she's going to look at the other woman like that Porsche and all that should have been mine. But I was with this nigga when he was driving just like a beat up LTD or something, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> so in those scenarios, it's going to be kind of tough. Okay, okay. And um, I think it is kind of difficult uh, for the most part, but it can be done. It just, like you said, it kind of depends on why you broke up. Now, if you walk in and someone has her legs pointed to to the ceiling, that's going to be hard to get over and be friends with, you know. But if it's just (laughs) something where things just aren't working out, y'all just aren't getting along, then, you know, sometimes you're better off as as friends, you know. And, yeah, it's just really situational, and it kind of depends on the personalities of both people. So, Crystal, last question, and I'll give this to all of you, but I'll start with you first. What lesson did you teach your ex? (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, I guess it would depend on which one you're talking about. Pick one. <laughs> what lesson? What lesson? Well, most of them that they need to grow the hell up and grow some balls for one. Mm-hmm. You know, quite frankly, be a man. And I've said that many times. Uh, that's probably the general gist of it. In generality. Yeah. That's that's all you're going with? Okay. I understand you don't want to put a lot of this on recording, so in case the cops, you know, the Federal um, Bureau of Investigation gets a hold of it. So I understand. I understand. Because I know you really want to say he needs to learn not to leave his car parked outside of his garage at night. I know that's what you really wanted to say. So. No, I don't. I don't mess up. Um, <laughs> no, I don't do stuff like that. If I'm gonna hurt something, it's gonna be your ass. <laughs> Fuck a cop. So he needs to. He needs to check under the pillow for knives. But but what about you? What lesson did you teach your ex? For one of your exes, yeah. Uh, I mean, really, I think. You know, I, this is something I harp on more than anything else. Communication is key. You know, we're not – guys are not mind readers just like women are not mind readers. I'm not going to assume – don't just naturally assume that I know what you're feeling because I don't. 
you know, and, you know, you got to open your mouth. If you had a bad day, you don't tell me, but yet you come home and you snap at me for no reason, and I didn't do anything wrong, you know, you just go in there and go to bed with no explanation, then, you know, obviously you had a bad day. Did you want to, you know, do you want to talk about it or anything like that? You already sleep. You know, I can't, you know, I don't know what happened. You know, tell me, tell me what happened. Maybe I can make you feel better, you know. So communication is key. So, you know, maybe you had a bad day. Maybe, you know, you didn't get a big deal going or something like that. Just communicate because, you know, if they don't communicate, then, you know, like I said, you, you deprive yourself of a great human experience. And then, you know, once you're solo by yourself, then you're sitting there going, damn, I should, I guess I should have told them this. I should have told them that. I should have told them this, told them that. Okay. You know, but. Eminem, what have you taught an ex? And this should be interesting. Ooh, man. Definitely how to make money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, but for... But for the squares, I guess the biggest thing that they they learned from me was, um, you know, have your own mind. You use your own decision because half the people you're listening to are just just hating, and you know, uh, you know they, they everybody's input is not for your best interest. You know, a lot of people, you know, end up losing out on good relationships because. They just listening. I mean, it's like it's nothing wrong with people telling you things, but a lot of times when people say things, and it's just saying it, you know, you, you know, use your own mind. You know, judge that person for yourself. And um, uh, the second thing they learn from me is one way to do that is kind of how Jay Z and Beyonce started out. Never acknowledge the relationship. You know, don't say, hey, man, I'm I'm dating this guy. And don't say nothing. You know, you kind of get to learn that dude for yourself. So then if somebody's saying something, you will kind of be able to determine if it just seems uncharacteristic. Not don't mean it ain't true, but, you know, at least you will get to make your own assessment. So, you know, uh, uh, that, that's, the, that, that's the thing, you know, because, uh, so many young chicks, especially, you know, like they listen to whatever mouth is moving, and, and everybody's just some people just talking crazy. You know, they they have no validity to the shit they saying. They talking about what you know. He just looked like he got babies. What the fuck that mean? You know, if you don't see one, you ain't got one. You know, so look like he has babies. Okay, I ain't never heard that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think um I think the one thing that most of us at least would like to teach our ex is that you're not going to find anyone else like me. Oh, I yeah. mean, yeah. That's the one thing when you when you when they go their separate way or you go your separate way and they're out there and they get back in the game and they realize, "Dag, I had it pretty good with this person." You know, wow. so I think I think that's the um, the one thing that most of us would like to teach our exes. Um, you know, some of us may teach our exes a few new tricks in bed. I mean, there's just so many different things you can, so many different ways you can go with it um, as far as what you can contribute to their life. 
good good or bad. You can teach them a lesson the wrong way. Like if she swings on you because you cheated, then, you know, she might teach you a lesson with a black eye. So, you know, all lessons aren't good. (laughs) You know, all of them aren't fun. And you, but you never know how someone's going to react. Now, Morgatron 3.1 said on Twitter that her ex got someone pregnant five months after they broke up, and um, it was supposed to be on purpose. And she said she was hurt and confused. But I mean, I don't know what that was all about. What could have facilitated that? But I mean, you know, I, I mean, you never know which direction you, you, people you are going to go. You hurt five months after the breakup. I can see five months. You know, I don't know. Seems like most of that hurt would have been when you together. I mean, shit. Five if you found out they were pregnant. five months pregnant. Right, right. Uh, okay. You know, but... <laughs> yeah. So. I'm not sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more quick break. Um, I got to hear from my other main sponsor, sponsoring these topics, New Legacy. That's G-N-U, newlegacy.com. We'll hear from them, and then we'll move on to another topic. Designing a home or business can be very enjoyable, but making sure that everything is just right in all aspects of the development, that takes time and expertise. At New Legacy, our team prides ourselves in knowing that we can meet or exceed our customers' expectations, whether it be a simple studio home design or an amazing dream mansion to your local business office or high-rise apartment complex. Either way, you become the most important member of our team. After all, this is your project, your design, your dream. Our style of construction allows us to do 90% of all applications at our location. When it's time to deliver your home or business, we need very little space. With the least amount of environmental impact in the industry, you can be assured that almost all of the landscape that is in place can remain. Trees, creeks, almost anything can be avoided. The use of our reach stacker for a local crane service will allow us to get into the hardest to reach spaces. New legacy, residential and commercial development and construction. We're more than just a builder. That's new legacy. G-N-U legacy dot com. All right, thanks to newlegacy.com for being a sponsor of the Talk to Q radio show. Now, just to wrap up this topic, um, you know, there's certain things you have to do once you and your ex call it quits. All right, first of all, you have to accept reality, okay? They're gone. Accept it. Two, learn from your mistakes. I mean, even if it's the other person's fault, you may have contributed to it some kind of way. Don't be self-centered and think that you're perfect because you're not. So evaluate the situation and be honest with yourself and learn from your mistakes. Three, get your mind right. Now, your friends can really help you with that, friends and family. Kind of get your mind clear, kind of get back into the mode of, okay, I realize that I'm single, but being single is not a bad thing. It's not any type of scourge or anything like that get your mind right and lastly find you a new boo the best way to get over someone is to get under somebody else so get back out there and find someone who can help you take your mind off of that previous person all right moving on the next newlegacy.com topic is about people not recognizing nice acts when they see it 
All right, now how sad is it these days when you're nice to someone and they get suspicious of you? I mean, does everyone who does something for you want something in return other than a thank you? Well, pretty much in today's society, I mean, we've created that atmosphere in the U.S., a bunch of selfish and entitled people who can't see past their own feelings. And as you can tell, like I'm kind of disgusted by it. But, Crystal, why is being nice confused with flirting? Um, because people are idiots. I mean, they if, if they're attracted to you, then um, anything you say more than hello, goodbye, or, you know, if they need a ride home or if they need, you know, whatever, then, yeah, it, it, it seems as if you are trying to get with them. Now, if you are a female and this is a guy, he probably is trying to get with you because why else would he do that? And you say, well, he's just being nice. Well, eh, probably not just being nice. <laughs> okay. And let's see, Buck, what do you think, man? Um, I mean, why is being nice confused with flirting? Well, <clears throat> some people will be nice, a little bit too nice, and put a little bit too much information out there. Um, and when they put too much information out there, that sets them up for disaster. Um, sometimes it's just not smart to put out information about yourself because somebody else can use that and harp on it and next thing you know you're trying to keep somebody from you know somebody stalking you and all that kind of mess so you can be a little bit of information about yourself out there you can if you're having a bad relationship the last thing you want to do is mention that and you mention that then somebody will jump on that so you have to kind of be tactful about what you say to people because if you be too nice then they use that they use your weakness for their strength Okay. And well, Eminem, I mean, do you think that do you do women think that you're flirting because they're not used to seeing chivalry these days? Uh yeah, a lot of them do. Uh as a matter of fact, that's the origin of a lot of that angry black woman syndrome is where guys that are, you know, gen- genuinely, you know, uh in modern day terms, pretty chivalrous, or you know, just do some basic things like uh, uh, Q on this one. I can speak for both of us. Uh, you know, we the type of guys. Uh, a lot of it's just you know customs in the region, uh, as for a certain age group anyway. Well, if, you know, if a lady behind you know you tend to probably hold the door and all that kind of shit. Some people don't understand that stuff though. You know, it's like it's like. Nah, nah, I ain't trying to holler at your ass. It's just like, nah, shit, if you if you give it, I'm taking, but I, that ain't what that about. I'm just holding the door, you know, like, <laughs> you know, don't confuse it, you know. But uh, uh, I think that's what a lot of that came from, where people tried to do kind acts and somebody just fucking snapped, you know. Like, uh, I know me and uh, one of my homeboys from back home, man, we first uh, got to Jackson State, man, we was like... Uh, you know, I'm just putting it out there now. I'm not going to incriminate myself because I was just chilling. But Beepers, it just came out and, uh, you know, one of our other uh, compadres or whatever, he was, you know, trying to slang a little bit. But we had to pick him up. We weren't doing it. We had, we had to pick him up. 
So it was like, shit, man, I ain't got my watch on or nothing. And we stopped this young lady, very attractive. And uh, we seriously was trying to see what time it was. We almost said in units, like, excuse me, you know, what, what time is it like that? Man, she rolled her eyes at us. Man, we bitched the hell out of her ass. But, uh, but it, you know, it was just like, because <laughs> okay. it was like, we sitting up here like, God damn, this dude might get locked up because of us. And you thinking we fucking with you. You know, it's like, yeah, you look nice, but but damn, we ain't thinking about your ass. Not right now anyway. You know, so a lot of times people just have to take a deep breath and look at the person. Like um, if somebody were to ever be a coworker of myself or, or Q, you'll notice that, you know, in many ways we are very, you know, easygoing, fr- very friendly type guys. But it's it's across the board. That's that's just who we are. We're just friendly guys. It has right. nothing to do with it has nothing to do with anything else. Um, uh, like, and I'm the type of dude. I'm always gonna do more for a woman than I would for a dude. You know that that's just my nature. You know, I see women as is is subordinate. So I'm more apt to physically help a woman than I would physically help a man. I'm not going to ignore a brother. I'm like, yo, dog, you got it. You know, that's all I'm going to do. But a woman, I might just go ahead and already be over there, already holding something up. But it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, but but I think if a person take the time to observe the attributes. Now, we're talking about a total stranger. Where I'm more so on the woman's side. I can kind of see what they're looking at. But, you know, if you working with a dude or going to school with a guy, and you, it don't take long to pretty much say, well, shit, man, this motherfucker speaking to everybody. He ain't thinking about my black ass. Yeah, you're right. I ain't thinking about your black ass, you know. But uh, uh, and then on the, on, the, on the flip side of it, more so women go off more on guys that they feel probably are uh, enamored with them. You know, if a dude look like he, you know, ain't ain't falling short on no chicks, they ain't so quick to pull that shit. If a guy look like, you know, he ain't had none since he was born, and you know, <laughs> you know he he probably done, you know, he probably even jacking off to entertainment tonight. Uh, you know, commercials. Entertainment they showed it, tonight. You know, okay. Yeah, you know they always show like, you know. What the hell are you uh, talking about? Yeah, yeah, on entertainment, you know, like anytime the commercial break come on, they always have like Demi Moore or, or Kim K. They they'll show like a a glamour shot, but it always have a lot of cleavage and stuff. I mean, uh, you know, I, I guess I need to be watching more up, entertainment man. tonight. Then I guess I, I'm not. I didn't know that. Yeah, man, they 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 have it loaded, man. You know, it's you know it's 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 you know very very soft porn. You know, to somebody especially <laughs> somebody hard up, but uh. But I think a woman kind of can tell when a guy, okay, the way she would, a way a woman would treat, um, you know, uh, uh, a handsome guy would be different than maybe she would treat a guy that, you know, like the hunchback of Notre Dame, Quasimodo. Or I, you know, I agree like with you, that. You know. You know, I, so. <laughs> I agree with and that. It, and, it's, and it's unfair because a lot of times the uglier the guy is, he probably figuring he don't have a chance with you anyway. So he's not really going to do anything but say hi. 
Because his confidence is low, you know. Probably, sir. All well, right. how deep his and, wallet um, is, though. His wallet deep. I like, man, shit. I, I, I know, just like, I mean, I blogged about this um, over at thankq.me. Um, a situation oh, yeah. where, I, where I was in downtown Jackson and... Um, in the grocery uh, store, right? And, no, nah, this is where I was just walking out of a building and it was pouring down rain. I had my umbrella and I was just going across the street and across the street it was a covered garage, right? So all I had to do was get across uh-huh. the street. A lady comes out behind me, very attractive lady. And so I decided before I walked out and I, I, I knew if I asked her to get under the umbrella with me, she would think I was trying to flirt with her, right? And I didn't care if I got wet. So I asked her, I said, do you want to just use my umbrella and give it to me on the other side? And she looked at me. She's like, why would you do that for me? And I said, so you don't get wet. I mean, your hair, you know, you got your hair to be concerned with, your clothes, all that. You don't want them to get them wet, do you? And she sat there and she was thinking about it. She was like, yeah, but why are you being nice to me? So while she was thinking about it and rambling through her purse, when she looked up, I was halfway across the street, man. I got my umbrella and walked off. You know, and the thing about it is I didn't have the patience for her to sit there and try to analyze why I was being nice. She probably thought I was going to ask for her number on the other side or something. That's uh-huh. not what I, That was not my intention. Now, of course, she has no way of knowing, but you have to weigh the options here. Giving me a fake number if I were to ask or getting wet, you know, but. I mean, you know, I, people have been through things, and it makes them think a certain way that unfortunately can cause paralysis by analysis and cause you to miss out on something. Now, I don't know how she got across the street because I didn't look back. Uh, hey, man, but you did a hell of an article. Of course, I, I kidnapped it, and it's going to get released tonight in the morning. But the <laughs> one uh, where you were in, like, uh, I think Kroger or something, and it was kind of like in a reverse scenario. The lady kept smiling or some shit. It was cool the way you broke it down, though. Like uh, I can't even remember that one. That's something I wrote like a while ago. Yeah. Uh huh. It was okay. a few months, I guess. Yeah. You know, okay. it was something just by. Oh, oh, know, yeah. Smile. The lady that that smiled, and I had to turn around and go back because I didn't. Um, yeah. I yeah, didn't greet her with the like same enthusiasm. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, I remember that. So y'all need to go to thank you dot me. It's some good reading over there. You can learn something. Yeah, man, he got damn near a million hits. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All my way. All right. So Crystal, do guys think that women are flirting with them just because they're having a conversation with them? I mean, a guy walks up, starts a conversation. You entertain his conversation. So does he think, okay, all right, I got her where I want her when you're just trying to talk? <laughs> I mean, you know, some um, guys can make something out of nothing. Oh hell yeah, they lie about it too. Well, yeah, some guys do. Um, most guys, with any sense, can tell if I'm interested or not. You know, because I talk one way to people, I'm just regular people, and I talk another way to someone I'm interested in. So, so let me um, see. And I'm when you're talking to someone that you're not interested in. You're leaning back, you have your arms folded, and you're not making eye contact. And when you're talking no. to someone that you're interested in, you have your leg pulled up, your right leg pulled up by your right ear, and you're standing on one leg. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? No. Come on, boy. I mean, that would show Everybody me you were Everybody is like that. Everybody <laughs> is like that. Okay. 
everybody is because I can and I can tell it when a man is interested in me as opposed to when he's just talking to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I know the difference. I can I can feel the difference. And um and it's the same way. Like I said, I'm I'm pretty obvious about it. I mean I'm not like, you know showing my cleavage uh-huh. or something. I don't know. But I mean I'm <laughs> It's a different hey, hey, Chris, you just made me re- reminded me of an old line I used to have. When you say you could tell, I was just like, I used to always say, "Damn, you see what you're doing to me." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. one of my favorite ones. But yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's about how a person says something. It's different from how they're speaking to other people. Okay. Yeah. You know? So, so no, I so no, I'm. And pretty much if someone comes up and talks to me, a guy or whatever, it's pretty obvious that I'm just listening to you <laughs> as, you know, from one human being to the next and, and everything. So. Oh, that's cold. Uh, just a human being. That's my fucking a male, man. Damn. <laughs> no, he's not even a man. He's just from one wow. human being species to the next. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's always no confusion. I don't want any confusion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, but she 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 pretty right though because uh oh man, I done had so many friends over the years, man. They can take the slightest gesture and them jokers would be like like damn, they done married a chick, got her pregnant and everything. I like, man, you know, <laughs> all she did was say, you know, you know, I mean, smoking or non smoking, golly. Man, you got all that from there. You know. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I've seen some guys that are like, "Oh yeah, she wants me," mm-hmm. uh, or whatever. And it's like, you know, dude, she said paper or plastic, but it's how she said. Right. right. You know. So, <laughs> hey, there's some guys out there that can make something out of nothing for sure. So they're horny. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I got a ton of stuff going on next week, so let me see if I can explain it all. Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern, zone coverage returns, and so do the Young Brothers. So you know what that means. We're talking boxing. An all-boxing show to preview the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. Monday, an hour earlier than usual, at 9 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday, April 28th, does having sex in a relationship entitle you to money? This was inspired by a discussion on Facebook by one of the Spices of Life, and I may have to get them on to talk about it. But that's going to be Tuesday at the normal time, 10 p.m. Eastern. Now, there will not be a show on Wednesday because I'll be preparing for Thursday's zone coverage as we simulcast the NFL draft. I think this will be the, uh, what, fourth year in a row, I guess, maybe? Um, Yeah. The first round of the NFL draft coverage on T2Q starts with the first pick at 8 p.m. Eastern. So it's going to be a busy week on T2Q next week. And I'm still brought to you by wanting from the award-winning author, Truth Devour. Okay. There was a judge, and I, I got this from Crystal's website. I got crystallized. And what's your website, um, your blog site, Crystal? Getcrystallized.net. Getcrystallized.net. A Pennsylvania judge has made a ruling that just brought joy to my heart. <laughs> oh, no.
A Pennsylvania judge has ruled that deadbeat mom, Sherry Shepard, is officially the mother of an eight-month-old surrogate and now has to pay child support. God, I love it when things work out right. Man, now, you know, we I, I like that, too. We discussed this a while ago. Right. Um, right. We up. talked about um, Sherry Shepard got with, you know, had a child um, by surrogate, and then after the baby was born, because she was mad and divorced from the ex-husband, decided she wanted nothing to do with the baby, and unfortunately the surrogate got stuck with the child support. Well, the judge says, uh-uh, that baby is yours, so now she is going to have to get her affairs in order to make sure that the baby is taken care of. So you know what that means, Sherry. It's time for you to get caught up on that child support and the big payback. Get ready for the big payback. Yeah, pay that money. Yeah. That's again. right. Talk to him, Jay. Buck, I'll start with you. Your final thoughts. You can talk about Sherry Shepard. You can talk about things you learned from an ex. You can talk about, you know, just being too nice to people, a form of flirting, any of that stuff or all of it. Final thoughts. Great show tonight. A lot of, a lot of great input. Um, a lot of people have a lot of good things to say tonight. Didn't mean, a lot of us have lived it. A lot of us have learned from it. Well, we'll start from the from the ex ex um, part that goes. Got to make sure, depending on what your situation is, you got to make sure that uh, you know. Sometimes you got to keep the peace. So therefore, you know, you got kids to raise, things of that nature. You got to make sure that uh, you get along, because you, oh, it's not it's not the kids' fault in most cases that you woke up. It probably has something to do with the, the other person or both. So. In order to raise your kids properly, the doesn't matter whether they you know across town or across country. You got to make sure that you you know you do do the right thing to try to make sure your kid is raised as possible, you know best as possible. Don't talk bad about the other person. You know let them find out on their own. You know and therefore you know you don't lose the kid in the process of you know losing the losing the significant other. Um, as far as Sherry Shepherd goes. Well, we know she wasn't playing with a full deck in the first place. Maybe now she'll start at least getting to the table and playing with a few cards. Um, this is this is kind of like landmark, you know, in a situation like this in the state of Pennsylvania and, you know, making her since she's the surrogate. A lot of people need to understand and realize, you know, if you're not having kids and you want to, you know, do surrogates or adopt and things of that nature and you break up, if you already you already taking that plunge, you are responsible. Now you're that that kid's parent, and you have to you know you have to take responsibility for that child, and the child needs to be you know taken care of properly. So you know it's a landmark decision, but it's one that Sherry's gonna have to live with because she you know this is something that they had already agreed to, and she should pay. And hopefully it'll straighten her ass out. She stopped making making the news for the wrong reasons. Um, other than that, great show. Uh, looking forward to next week. 
Hope everybody has a uh, enjoy the rest of the week and get back with a note. Thank you very much, sir. Eminem. Oh man, uh, great show. Very interesting. Uh, uh, kind of wish it was more, uh, uh, you know, call-in participation or whatever. Because I think this was a topic that we could have went went on pretty in depth with, but all the points were good, uh, especially with the with some of the X scenarios. Uh, um, of course, now. <laughs> You know, I I said a hundred times, y'all already know what I'm gonna say. You know, hell, thirteen thirteen pass. We wouldn't talk about no X because, like, say, once you turn that ultimate filter on, you know, what's gonna be left is pure unadulterated relationships that are meant to be. Everything that's frivolous or based on hardly nothing would not exist because it's not gonna be a relationship. You just reach in your pocket, pay for it, be done with it. You know, chicks happy, uh-huh. pimps happy, everybody happy. Um, I'm getting several happy over here. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, I, I really like the the the, the 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 little small topic we had on uh, mixing up niceness for uh, flirting or whatever. Uh, I, I think uh, you know, once again, it's pretty much case by case basis for the people who go off on that kind of stuff. I mean, just you know, realize you know who's who's doing it first. I mean, you know, it's like most of the time you can tell when somebody's just generally doing it because they're not going to really stop. They're not going to really just go out of their way to do anything. It's almost like a reaction, you know. Uh, especially here in the South, it's like in the rural area. Uh, it don't. It's not like that in Jackson, but in the rural areas. Pretty much a lot of people kin each other, so it's custom if a car passes, people just wave and, you know, yeah. and, and somebody, you know, I, I used to, we used to freak right them out when they would come down to visit. It's like, well, yeah, but thing is, we actually not only know those people, probably kin to them, and then, you know, you're waving at white people, you're waving at black people, old, young. So um, a lot of times it's just based on the individual, what they're doing. No one's trying to get at you all the time. And when they are, Usually they're gonna come on a little stronger. So um, yeah, if you if you take that southern hospitality up north, people will think you're trying to holler for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I say you gotta you know you gotta know where you are both ways. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh, uh, now as far as the Sherry Shepherd thing, man, I, I, I that just great that something finally um, happened good for a man. But it, this news would come on the. At the same time, I learned that this, even though this wasn't the topic tonight, this shit about that transgender child, that just blew my mind. I, I think that shit is child abuse, but I know we'll talk about that another time. But uh, I didn't see the my... entire short story, but I did see the the gist of it. And, um, yeah, that's something. Yeah, we talked about, you know, those camps that they have for children yeah. to try to, you know, allow them to be more comfortable with whatever they identify with and everything, and it's it's definitely. You know, it's, and what's sad about it, it's basically been proven scientifically that uh, just because a child rather play with dolls and until that kid reaches puberty, any type of sexual feeling wouldn't matter before puberty anyway. So you just can't say, oh, well, my son don't like to to play football or baseball or go outside or watch wrestling or something like that. He has no 
his favorite superhero is Wonder Woman, so he must be a girl. I mean, ah, uh, that's that's crazy, you know. And that is that is absolutely nuts, you know. But uh, um, but I, I think that the that child support thing, man, with the surrogate, I think that's something that that really is gonna have an impact on a lot of stuff. Now, now they just need to start, uh, you know, locking these chicks up for, you know, wrongful uh, DNA and uh, I mean, you know, wrongful paternity. You know, they start doing that. That's really going to change everything. The ghetto will never be the same again. It would. That's for sure. All right. I appreciate that, Eminem. Crystal, shut it down for me, please, and let everybody know what's going on on the Crystal Show tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow night we're having um, Rashida Strober on the on the line, and she will be, I guess, defending herself regarding what she had to say about Kendrick Lamar. But also the main topic is about how black men or why black men tend to like lighter-skinned women and or white women. So we're going to talk about that kind of issues there, um, which was what, you know, she had to say. So we're going to talk about that. Very interesting. Um, Okay. And just to try to to throw something in, um, um, Mm -hmm. to Buck and Eminem, y'all remember a couple weeks ago I talked about Someone um, hated on Kendrick Lamar because he was dating a light-skinned sister and not a dark-skinned sister. And they said yeah. that, well, she's going to be on Crystal's show tomorrow. Talking about the chick I said that I would like to slap? Uh, Yeah, that's the one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, That Crystal. would be her. All right. Anyway, um, good show tonight. Um talking about um, exes, what did I learn from them, what they learned from me. Uh, Well, I said it, you know. I don't think they learned anything from me. It was just to stay the hell away from me. So Mm. there it is. So the opposite of what you obviously, Q, bestow upon all the females that you've encountered, (laughs) which I think is fucking hilarious. Uh. I'm sure they all feel the same way. They all do. But anyway, anyway, regarding uh, chivalry, I expect um, like a stranger, a guy, to open the door for me. Um, Like if I'm walking up to the door at the same time with a guy, I expect him to walk in front of me and open the door. Um, Most of the time, it happens, you know, and rarely does. It do, you know, it doesn't happen. If it doesn't happen, especially if I know the person, like if I work with them or something, then, you know, they're dead to me. You know, it shows me what kind of person they are. <laughs> right. So I, I do kind of, I kind of expect those kinds of things um, from men, just from a, just a male-to-female thing. So, um, so yeah, and being in, as far as being nice, there was only one time, and it was an ex, so I don't know if that really counts. Uh, where I had I hadn't talked to the guy in a long time. We do have a child together, but my my thing is never to talk to him. But this one particular day, I was obviously in a good mood. Unfortunately, um, I said hello in a pleasant way, and that 
fucked everything up because he <laughs> decided that, that that meant we can get back together now, that I'm I'm open to talking to you and all of this. And it was a nightmare. And um, Because you did ultimately was, talk to him again, didn't you? No, I did not. I had to say, oh, okay. look, motherfucker. I mean, hell no. <laughs> I just said, hello. That's it. You know, I mean, damn. So, was but your right leg encounter. up by your right ear when you said hello? I'm, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wasn't. It, was a, it was a horrible image. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a credit yeah. to your flexibility, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Straight sunshine <laughs> position, huh? Anyway, regarding Sherry Shepard, um... Hold on, I got to play music. I'm sorry. Sherry Shepard, go ahead. <laughs> Sherry Shepard, I think um, this situation is a little different than um, just a regular child support situation. You know, she, but what she did was so foul. I don't even include it in regular child support, male child support, female, you know, mother child support or whatever. I don't even include it in that because... She did something so awful that yeah. to me, I think, that she would actually say, this woman wouldn't have had the child if it wasn't for you. Exactly. And it's not a car that you can say, you know what, take it back, I don't want it. <laughs> it's a damn child that she carried for nine months, and you signed a contract. You you were the parent. She, she wasn't the parent. You were the parent. When you exactly. signed that contract for a surrogate, you become automatically the parent. And I cannot even believe that they, in the first judge, you know, would even go after the surrogate. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I am so I was so glad to hear um, that this particular judge had sense and um, is making her pay for that because she should pay for that. That is, that is horrible. So anyway... Um, I mean, it makes me look at her a little differently, too, you know. And I like Sherry before this. But, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. That that was some foul shit. I don't care what a man does to me. I mean, this is a child. This has nothing to do with him. Exactly. You know? Take care of the child and sort the other stuff out. Yep. Right. And, it, hell, it really didn't sound like he was a bad guy, either. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what was going on between them. But, anyway, he has a child. So now she's going to have to pay him. Along with, hopefully, she ought to pay him some alimony too, just for that. Mm-hmm. If I was a judge, I, I, he would, she would be paying out the ass. So, yeah. anyway, great show. I will uh, look forward to the next show that doesn't have anything to do with boxing or sports shit. Oh man! <laughs> I hey, hey, you got to give us an update. Um, you got to give us an update one of these days on the. Thing we talked about on the show, man, it's been a while back. Was somebody was pregnant for somebody that was dead? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The guy died in an accident. I'm gonna have to look for that to see if I can yeah. find something on that. All right. See if the kid ought to be born by now, I guess. But all right, I appreciate it, everyone. A lot of fun with you all tonight. Um, first of all, I want to say we're missing two show legends tonight because. It's the fourth anniversary, wedding anniversary for Ray and Amanda. So happy anniversary to them. Seems like this yesterday. <laughs> yep. So they can celebrate we, we miss, that. 
I'm going to admit to Amy, too, man, because she went off about that Sherry Shepard case with that first night we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. She snapped. Yep, so. Yep, but congratulations to um, um, Amanda and Ray on four years, a presidential term. Thanks to my official sponsor, Truth Devour. Get the book Wanting on Amazon.com today. Or you can go go to my Facebook fan page and get a link um, to that over at uh, Facebook.com forward slash Talk to Q. Thanks to New Legacy for sponsoring the topics, and that's G-N-U, NewLegacy.com. Also, my thanks goes out to the Dr. OTC app. Pick up the Dr. OTC app. Thanks to my show legends, Tweet Chatters, for participating on tonight's show. A great job on Twitter. The upcoming show schedule can be found at TalkToQ.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes and Stitcher and get caught up. Everyone have a great night. I promise not to play the big payback or celebration anymore. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. My show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it over here. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and hear what they think.